May the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. The man, the myth, the mighty prophet, the valley of the dry bones, man himself, the prophet Ezekiel, asks us in the Hebrew scriptures today to warn the wicked to turn from their ways. Turn back, O oh you wicked, turn back from your ways. Now, let's assume for a moment that he is not talking about us. I mean, just for the sake of this public conversation right now. It feels like Ezekiel wants us to sing um, a certain pitcher's walk-on song by Johnny Cash. That song, tell him God Almighty's gonna cut you down. And you know, of course, the pitcher has to be an Astros pitcher, Ryan Presley, the closer. But anyway, if you have ever heard it, or if you haven't, Cash sings the lyrics in a slow, slow, menacing tone. Think of one of the most menacing tones of voice you've ever heard. Think of that and then put these lyrics to it. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter, tell him that God Almighty's gonna cut you down. Serious stuff. And not really in the spirit of aloha that we are trying to uh, talk about today, right? We're, we're not a condemning church, we're fun. We wear lays, right? Um, but this is Ezekiel. And it does seem like a long way from the welcoming spirit we aim to generate and embody every Sunday here. A long way from the spirit of acceptance we try to cultivate every single Sunday, but especially on Aloha Sunday. Tell them that God Almighty is going to cut you down seems like a long way from Aloha spirit. There is actually a Hawaiian spirit law that defines what Aloha spirit is. And it defines it in this way. As the coordination of the mind and the heart within each person, Aloha spirit brings each person to themselves. Each person must think and emote good feelings to others. It means mutual regard and affection and extends warmth and caring with no obligation in return. Aloha is the essence of relationships in which each person is important to every other person for collective existence. God is gonna cut you down is not part of the Aloha experience. If you look closely though, 
very closely. The prophet Ezekiel is not just calling for condemnation. The prophet calls for all who are going down a path of destruction to be called out, not primarily to embarrass, to shame, or to cut someone down, but to remind them and us that God's way is good, and not only good, but the best. God's way is better than whatever you are doing, oh, you wicked, is what Ezekiel is saying. God's way leads to a meaningful, fulfilling, beautiful life. So the prophet asks us, wicked and otherwise, to turn back. Turn back. Turn back towards God's meaningful life itself. Towards a life of reconciliation and peace with God and with each other. When we reconcile with each other, we reconcile with God. One theologian wrote that peace begins when I refuse to see you as just an enemy. But I see you also as someone who is capable of doing things differently, as capable of turning things around. Wicked and otherwise, turn back towards God. Now that seems more in keeping with the aloha spirit. And how do we do that? How do we do that? St. Paul, quoting and paraphrasing Jesus in the passage from Romans today, says that the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, he writes. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. And then he goes on, maybe to talk about woke culture. I don't know, but he says, you know what time it is. How it is now the moment for you to wake from sleeping. Pointing to a dawning which comes when we know Christ and try, to the best of our abilities, to do no wrong to our neighbor. In something like 1663, the poet-priest George Herbert wrote a poem called The Dawning. He says, Awake, sad heart, whose sorrow ever drowns. Take up thine eyes which feed on earth. Unfold thy forehead gathered into frowns. Thy Savior comes, and with him mirth. Awake, awake, and with a thankful heart his comforts take. But thou dost still lament, and pine, and cry, and feel his death, but not his victory. Arise, sad heart, if thou dost not withstand, Christ's resurrection thine may be. Do not by hanging down break from the hand which as it rises raises thee arise arise and with his burial linen dry thine eyes christ 
left his grave clothes that we might, when grief, draw tears or blood, not want for a handkerchief. The Italian author Umberto Eco had a library of 30,000 books. And a visitor exclaimed, without reservation, when he went to check it out one day, wow, have you read all these books? 30,000. So you know what the answer is, right? No. <laughs> so the great author said, let me tell you something. I am not trying to impress anyone with all the books that I've read. This library does have some books in which, that I have read, but it has more books that I haven't read. And I value my new unread books because they show me how much more I get to learn, to experience, that I have so much more to learn, to enjoy, to experience, no matter how many I do get to read. There's always more. And my library books, still I still have uh, so many to read, and that keeps me going. That, I think, is a spirit of turning, a dawning, an awareness and community. There will always be a chance to make it right. There will always be a new revelation, a place to serve and grow and love. In the gospel today, Jesus says, when two or three are gathered in my name, I am there among them. What a blessed gift. And let's be intentional about cultivating it. Where two or three are gathered, I am present. What a gift. <coughs> My father would often preach the hard truths, including that in large part, the US culture is built on three things aggression, ambition, and accumulation. Now, I had to call him last night because I couldn't remember the third one. And between he and my mom, we, 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 all, we all remembered it. Aggression, ambition, and accumulation. I want to say that church is the antidote to that if we do it right. The culture here is of compassion caring for each other, and collective generosity. The building of communities is a remedy to dehumanization that can overwhelm us when we read the news or talk to each other or share the heartbreak of friends near and far. Resist dehumanization by making a community forged according to very different assumptions about how relations to oneself bear on relations to others. That's from Tanner's Christianity and the New Spirit. And I love that. The community that we create here is united around dependence on God as the source and the goal of life. 
the very same object of love, God, and knowledge, God, is made the basis of our common vision and desire, drawing the community together in ways to overcome division and competition, which Matthew outlines how to do that in the gospel today. It's kind of a, a blueprint print for conflict management. The existence of this community, our community, united in its desire for God, demonstrates the existence of a world outside of aggression, ambition, and accumulation. So take a look around you, please, today, at the people near you. If you've been sitting next to them for 10 years, if you've never seen them before in your life, look. And at the peace or after the service, be vulnerable. Get their names, even if you should already know it. Just, just ask again. And maybe some contact information. Just, just be vulnerable. Exchange phone numbers. And once a week, just reach out and say, Happy Wednesday. You know, just simple things can bring some joy to our life and help us be happy to see each other on the Sunday when we get ourselves here after a, a long, hard, and full week. So look around. Our community, our kind and compassionate church here at Trinity is a, tr a community that when we get it right, nurtures the soul and amplifies hope. So my dear ones, wicked and otherwise, let's turn backwards, back, not backwards, let's turn back towards the beauty of life. Let's look toward our dawning in Christ again and again. Let's cultivate communities where Christ is present. And let's do this in the name of our strong deliverer. Amen.